0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this, the October 20th edition of The High Point. My name is Will Hopkins, and thank you for joining me here on KLJX, LP Flagstaff, KJAX Student Run Radio, 107.1 FM, or Spotify, wherever you are around the world listening. Well, I guess, wherever you are listening to this, I don't want to sound arrogant and say I have viewers around the world, but, you know, I definitely do. Um, <laughs> um This is the... Uh, positive news show where I try to give you 30 minutes of good news and give you some things that will put a little smile on your face. So we're gonna get started here um, by talking about organ donation and I know health this year has been a bit of a weird thing but over the past couple years we've seen an increase in organ donation to the point where 2019 was a record-setting year. Um, And Um, part of that's new technologies, part of that's people being more willing to donate their organs. Um, And you'd think that in 2020, we'd be on our way back down because COVID, um, you know, probably fewer suitable donors, uh, people not being as concerned about that. 2020 is on pace to be another record-setting year to beat 2019 in terms of how many people or- donate organs. And that's incredible because that's saving lives. That's people stepping up and saying, hey, I can do this little thing. This, I, I can do this thing, maybe not so little, but I can do this thing and help somebody else and give somebody else a father or give somebody else a mother or save somebody's child, and that's incredible. That's somebody being saying, "Hey, I need to. I I'm going to save a life." So that's something that I hope that that trend continues in 2021, um, and it's absolutely wonderful to see it um, continuing in, in 2020. That's really. Uh, heartwarming and promising. That's the word I've been looking for this whole time. Um, There's a coalition of nonprofits teaming up in California to find a solution to the wildfires. And that's not them paying to help fight the wildfires. That's them paying to stop wildfires from starting, which is absolutely incredible. Obviously um, it's a really scary time for a lot of people in California. A lot of families have been relocated. A lot of families have lost their homes. But it's incredible. It, it's a step in the right direction to t- find any way that we can to fight against those wildfires and to stop California from struggling with that so much because it's it's become a really big issue over the past couple of years for them, and it's something that you hear more and more about, and it it gets worrying, you know, um, whether or not it's caused by global warming. It, it gets it's very worrying to hear that so many people are getting relocated or so many people are getting pushed out of their homes. Um, and you know, once again, I've shouted them out before, but shout out to the firefighters on that front line, willing to sacrifice their life right now for this, that, that cause of keeping California in an okay position. Um, so moving to, A little bit more of global news. Um, London is reporting new lows for air pollution in 2016. um, Their mayor passed legislation to help uh, try and lower air pollution. And obviously, you know, I I grew up in a city that uh, had some really bad air pollution um, to the point where like you I'd leave town for I remember I had the flu one year and I left town for like three days and all of a sudden a sore throat that I had had for like three weeks went away. Because I didn't have to deal with such bad air. and that's incre- that's always good to hear. You, you got to hate air pollution. It, it makes everything a little uh, a little it makes everything a little tougher and a little more grim. But London is starting to go down, and obviously, you know they're not 100 percent away from it yet, but anything you can do to lower it and help fight climate change is a great thing and then uh staying on the topic of fighting climate change canada has just introduced uh some new legislation targeting to ban single-use plastics. so that's bags utensils uh straws whatever they're targeting to ban all of that by 2021 is sometime in 2021 uh no official date has been announced yet as far as i can find but it was announced on october 7th that they will not be um that that's something that they're fighting um against and then um so that's great because obviously saving lives uh lives of animals and uh just generally contributing to less plastic being dumped in our oceans and that's something that a lot of nations have been doing a really good job of fighting uh for so my final thing is um there were some teens this weekend or not this weekend uh, I guess this weekend uh, that developed a uh, dementia app that pretty much helps people fight against um, f- who have dementia, um, who have been struggling in this pandemic because that's a disease that, or a disability or d- I guess disease that you need help fighting against. It It is typically good to have uh, people around you to help you. But there were a group of uh, four sisters that developed a app that helps people um, with dementia stay calm during quarantine, helps them uh, work on their memory a little bit and try and keep it going as much as they can. So that's incredible. And it's won some awards already. Um, So it's that's great to see that's obviously something that we want to see moving forward um so thank you to those girls um the I had their names somewhere and I'm struggling to find them I am so sorry um okay I'm gonna butcher these Joy Nijekwi, <laughs> um Rachel Akano, Margaret Akano. um and there's one other I thought, I think I think it's a group of two sisters, two groups of sisters. But regardless, um, those people are doing, helping the world take steps in the right direction. So I think it's always important to remember that there's good news. I think it's important to remember that we are closer to the, we're maybe not close to the end of this pandemic, but every day we're getting closer to the end of this pandemic and there's still good things going on out there. There's still companies helping out. There's still, uh, people stepping up and doing great things. And we'll focus a little more on those in the last segment of the show. Um, but as for that, that wraps up my first segment here on the high point, uh, join me in just a couple of minutes where I will be talking about the 2020 us election and some of the good news that's coming out of there. So stay tuned to KLJX. LP, Flagstaff, 107.1, and The High Point. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this, the October 20th edition of The High Point here on KLJX, LP, Flagstaff, KJX student-run radio, 107.1 FM. Man, that's a mouthful every time. My name is Will Hopkins. I'm your host of The High Point, and this week we're going to take a little time If you are not from America, I'm not sure how much this is going to matter to you, but if you are American, you have heard no doubt it's been the center of all news coverage for the past couple of weeks, and it will continue to be for the next two weeks, and that's why I want to do this conversation now and not in two weeks when it's even more of your news coverage. But we're going to be talking a little bit about the U.S. election now. I am not a voter. I am a dual citizen of the uh, of the great nation of Canada, in addition to the United States, and that has le- that leads to a lot of loopholes, and some of them I cannot jump through to on the way to voting. So I am uh, I am I don't try to take sides in this. I'm not going to try to take sides in this election. Uh, I just want to give some good news. About the way the American democracy is working, and what that looks like. Um, so, first of all, it would have been incredibly hard to say anything good about this election if Donald Trump had not uh, beaten Covid. Obviously, um, it was touching the go there for a second for a couple of days where we didn't hear too much about him. We heard uh, we heard a lot of things but didn't hear too much uh, 100% this is what's going on situation and part of that's just how the american news media has been working um but trump obviously beat it and has supposedly had a negative test up to this point um he looks totally fine i watched both uh town halls and he looked he he actually looked very healthy um he looked you know He looked to be fully over that. So, first of all, uh, congratulations or, you know, uh, good job to the American president. Um, Good job being covered. Because it would be a real downer if that, the election were held under the shadow of a dead former president. Um, But one of the big things that, has been an issue since the outbreak of this pandemic has been uh, worries about how the polls are going to work. Um, And poll working is actually up for this year. Um, And the number actually really surprised me. The so when this pandemic originally broke out, obviously, there was a question of how are we going to make polls work? uh, Older People tend to be tend to have a higher rate of working at the polls and doing that sort of job, but um, this pandemic obviously does not make that easy, especially with its death rate for elder the elderly. Um, so, poll workers between the ages of eighteen and thirty five years old um, make up the majority of new poll workers for this upcoming election which is great because obviously there are some people in that i believe would be at risk in that group but it's significantly smaller than other age groups that's the age group that has the lowest covid death rate um and we can we can talk about you know what an acceptable death rate is all day et etc cetera, etc cetera. but like that group isn't at high risk Um, you have 450,000 new poll workers registered this year. And I was originally, I, I did throw my hat in the ring and I actually got declined to work in Coconino County. Um, that is how set they are with poll workers in, um, Coconino County and Flagstaff, Arizona. And that is an incredible thing. That's absolutely amazing seeing so many people trying to work in this democracy whether or not whether no matter what what political party they align with seeing those people being willing to work and put and go out and waste a day and maybe not waste a day but use a day of their life to make sure that polls run smoothly to make sure that they are working hard with every uh, to make sure that they're taking every precaution and everything to make this democracy work. That's what you love to see as an, as a fan of democracy, which I got to say, I am Um, personally, I was rooting for the U S when they played the Soviets back in Lake Placid, um, you know, 20 years before I was born, but I was rooting for them. Um, But yeah, that's what you like to see is people taking an interest in our democracy and going out and being willing to work. Um, But that's not just like on a personal level. Um, Companies are actually incentivizing their own employees or their users to go out and work the polls this year. Uber and Lyft, I don't know if you've noticed, have had major marketing campaigns towards it. A lot of uh, other companies have as well. The Atlanta Hawks are actually donating their – they're letting people go to their stadium to vote. And that's great because it's a huge – Arena, a lot of area to social distance and a lot of ways, a lot of space for people to like go to different polling places. And depending on how many poll workers they have in Atlanta or in the surrounding counties, that is also absolutely amazing. And you're going to hear all these things about voter suppression and et cetera, et cetera, from both parties and voter fraud from both parties. But the fact of the matter is, it isn't however many people you have in US Congress. Uh, it, it, that's not how, that's not the people that are going to make the difference. The people that are going to make the difference are the everyday citizens that are willing to go out and work hard for their democracy. Um, so it's great to see some of these big companies pushing those people. And they're also donating personal protection equipment, PPE um like i mentioned the atlanta hawks are donating basically giving their arena away for the day so that people can go vote there are other big companies that are renting out spaces to use as polling centers because you can't use schools right now you can't use uh senior centers which apparently i did not know this were previous have been used in previous elections other companies that have donated sizable amounts include old navy and microsoft which, once again, seeing all those big companies donate is incredible. Um, and then the final part of this story that I want to talk about is, uh, according to the Independent, twenty-five million people have already voted uh, via whether that's mail-in, whether that's drop ballots, whatever. Um, that's also what you like to see, as a fan of democracy. The more people that get to hear, get their voice heard, the more legitimate this election is going to be. And 25 million people already voting when we're still two weeks out from the election, depending on when your poll place is closed, because some states are going to do ma- allow mail-in ballots to trickle in for time after the election. That's incredible. So there's still a lot of time. The election isn't for another two weeks, and I'm sure you'll hear about it more. But this, that's all good news. That's all good things that I could find about this upcoming election. And you can say some of it's not and et cetera, et cetera. But I think the vast majority of it has a positive connotation. That being said, that is segment two of the High Point um, here on KLJX LP Flagstaff. Please stay tuned for segment three, where we'll be talking about heroes of the pandemic. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this, the final segment of the High Point here on KLJX LPE Flagstaff KJX student run radio. My name is Will Hopkins. This is the High Point, your best news source for good news. And my, I, I always like to use this last segment to highlight heroes of the week, people who are doing general good. And, um, that sort of thing, you know, uh, even if it's not super recent, I couldn't find very many recent stories. So I ended up going to a website that I use pretty frequently, uh, good news network. They use, they accounted for most of the news tonight and, um, they account for a lot of the news that I use that, that I do on a daily basis. So I, if you want to go check them out and find some more stories, absolutely go do that. Um, they're a great source for that um so one moment felt like i have to snee had to sneeze but it's going to come back when i have to talk um so we are going to uh talk start by talking oh i wanted to start by mentioning uh evelyn namayo um that was the name i could not find earlier when i was talking about the uh the group of people that found um that w- worked on that app to um, help people with dementia. And uh, that was completely my mistake. Namayo was actually um, the person who worked with the uh, three other people, uh, Joy Nichueki, um Rachel Icano, and Margaret Acano. um So those four people all worked on a app for dementia um, to help people with dementia stay in better spirits during quarantine. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start with, um, I wanted to pull up this story. Give me one second to pull up this story. We're going to start with a, a story about a lost dog and it's actually a dog plushie. Um, but we all had that stuffed animal that, um, we care about and, you know, ends up, uh, like we all remember that stuffed animal that we had as a kid that we slept with every night or, you know, we were constantly holding and, um, a young boy lost his plushy dog. Um, and that's gotta be scary as a kid losing something so important to you. But the upside of this was it was found by an employee at Lavish Dog Day Spa. Um, and Lavish Dog Day Spa decided as a that they were going to um, bring the dog to their spa, clean it up a little bit, give it the royal treatment, and um, make it look a little better for when the uh, owner could be contacted and found. Um, and they ended up posting photos of it getting groomed on Twitter. And it has been returned to the boy at this point, but that's an incredible that, that's a weird thing, but it's also something to keep me that kept me in high spirits. I honestly like love that feeling. And that's just something that I thought was absolutely wonderful and really a unique story that I wasn't gonna I'm not gonna get to cover many things like that. So I wanted to I wanted to include it. Um so shout out to the employees of Lavish Dog Day Spa and I hope that uh that little dog is okay. This one is from a couple weeks ago, but uh you may have heard about Patrick Payne. Payne was the was a uh, a us uh army ranger who was deployed to iraq and um ended up saving a number of uh ended up saving 75 hostages um in a firefight uh back in 2015 um and so he was awarded the congressional medal of honor um by president trump and that's just something that's that's a man risking his life to save other people, and that's something that can't be praised enough. And I'm, it's, I, it puts me in awe. Those types of people, you know, I've met and spent a lot of time with people in the military, and it's just something that I can't imagine doing. Um, it's something that's incredibly difficult, and instantly, I respect people who have been put in that situation and are willing to sacrifice their life for everyone else. Finally, um, there's an unnamed person um, who has been dressing up as Batman and handing out food to the homeless in Santiago, um, Chile, which is um, incredible. That's something that it, it, It blows my mind that somebody would be willing to do that for such a long period of time. And, you know, um, it it just, it's incredible that somebody would be willing to do that and not even share their face. So thank you to whoever that person is. And um, with that, I'm going to have to call it a night here on the high point on LP Flagstaff. If you want more of our programming, you can always listen to us on 107.1 FM in Coconino County in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, And if you want more of The High Point, you can find me on Spotify under The High Point. Um, But that being said, that's my show for this week. And I hope you have a wonderful week. And until next time, stay smiling. Have a good night.